ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ಭಾಗವತಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣೇನಿರತಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ಅರ್ಜುನಸ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ 
how people commit crime. What makes them commit crime, even though they know it is wrong? Like bribing is wrong, but still people go for bribe or receiving bribe. Okay. <laughs> Doing bribe is one thing, receiving bribe. Stealing is bad, they know that. Every thief knows that it is bad, but he still does. So it is not that we are uninformed about what is dharma and the dharma. Each one seems to be knowing what exactly the civil laws and religious laws. All dharmas, religious dharmas and the local civic dharmas are also known to us. But still there is a tendency to break it. We commit this sin. What makes people to commit? As though they are forced by some power within them. Even though they have no, they are unwilling, but something is forcing them to do so. What is that? So Bhagavan said, there is no devil. It is Kama Yesha, Krodha Yesha, Rejo Gunasamutpavaha, Mahashanaha, Mahabatma, Vithi Enam Iha Vairinam, Vairinam. So there are only two, in fact only one. Kama itself is Krodha. Because Kama, the word Kama includes everything, okay? Shat Vairis. There are six enemies that we have. Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Moha, Madha, Matsarya. All the six of them are represented by this one word, Kama. And Kama, when it is not, Kama means desire. If desire is not fulfilled, next is what? Krodha. So Kama and Krodha, actually they are one and the same. There is no difference. So Kama Esha, Krodha Esha, Rajoguna Sabutpavaha, Mahashanaha. It is, <laughs> what you call Mahashanaha? It never satiate. You can never satiate. Great appetite it has got. So Mahapatma, Krodha is the one that makes you commit all kinds of sin. When this Desire is, you are obsessed with the desire, then they, we will never worry about the consequences. It makes you do so many wrong things. There, Bhagavan says, understand that they are our wiry's enemies. Then Bhagavan gave an example how this discriminative knowledge their ability to think rightly, that very knowledge is covered by Sattva Rajas Tamas. Ultimately is covered, the Paramatma himself is covered by these three, but immediate effect is the discriminative effect, the ability in you. What is that? One is Sattvic covering, another is Rajasic covering, third one is Tamasic type of covering. So Bhagavan gives example, Sattvic type of covering is Dhumena Avriyate Vannihi. 
is something like smoke covering the fire. This is a sattvic type of cover because the smoke is very easy to remove. One small breeze is enough for the smoke to go away. The same way a sattvic mind, one listening, one time, one time listening, or certain upadesha, some teaching, that itself will change his life. So sattva is easy to <coughs> handle. <coughs> then yatha adarsha malenacha. So adarsha malenacha. Adarsha means mirror. In the mirror, suppose dust is covering the mirror. It needs some effort. So rejected type of impurities in the mind is you need certain effort to remove it. Like a dust in the on the surface of the mirror, first you have to wipe it with a wet cloth and then afterwards with <laughs> newspaper and all that to make it clean. Two, three times you have to clean, only then it will become pure. The same way, rejects also, we need some self-effort. It will not happen that easily. We have to make a calculated effort. <laughs> So this is rajasic. So example is the mala or the impurities or the dust on the surface of the mirror. Then the third one is the tamas. Tamas is a tamasic person. We have to wait for him. There is no way upadesha will work. Upadesha means teaching will not work on that person. However much you say, he will argue against it. <laughs> His time has not come. We have to wait. Like, like the embryo in the womb. <laughs> so, yadhol pe navrtaha, yadhol, yadhol pe navrtaha garbaha. <laughs> so, like the embryo in the womb. So, it is not that if you are in a hurry, the child can be born. No. The father is always traveling. He wants to see the child and then travel. No. You cannot command or order the wife to deliver the child. So you have to wait. <laughs> so that, the same way, this tamasic mind, however much you say, whatever you say, but you have to wait for him. That's why most of the time, People complain to me, Swamiji, I want to bring my husband to satsang. <laughs> he is not coming. <laughs> what to do? I said, don't do anything because he is allowing you to go. That itself is a blessing. <laughs> but suppose he stops you, that is a problem. But at least he is allowing you to come. So but then you try to, he says, leave me alone. You want to go, go. That's all. But that. You try to convert him, it is a waste of time. You wait for him. And with your life, you show the change. The very way you conduct, when he gets angry, you become sthita-pratnya, you know, like <laughs> a balanced person, totally balanced person, never show any agitation, etc. Then he start wondering, there must be something here. Then he start thinking. So we have to wait for that person to make some changes. So this much we saw yesterday. Now, Bhagwan is 
explaining that particular this avaranam discovering avrutam jnanametena Nānino nitya vairinā Kāmarūpena kaunteya Tushpūrena nalena ca Āvṛtam jñānam etena Etena here means by the Kama, Kama, Kothai, Jnana Metena, Jnani Naha Nitya Vairinam. Though Jnanam, this knowledge means here, discriminative ability is completely covered by this Kama Krotha. That's why in our Purana also, most of the time, the Rakshasas are always in pair, isn't it? You look at it. Ravana Kumbhagarna. Then Hiranyagarishu, Hiranyaksha. Then who is that? The Sishupala Dandavatra. Then who else? Mathu Kaitabhap. Then, oh, then another one is that? Yes, yeah, Shumpa Nishumpa. So all these are all in pairs only comes. So who are they? They are Kama Krotha, they are in pairs all the time. So this two are the one covering this ability to think properly. What makes a human being as crown of the creation is our ability to think. If that ability to think is gone, then we are as good as animal. So this covers Jnanina nitya vairina, it is said. Why this kama, the desire? Now we have to think why this desire also. Why desire comes to us? What is the genesis of this desire? See, desire comes because of the sense of incompleteness. Everything is there but you still feel there is a sense of all is not well with me. This thought is the springboard from where the desire comes. So a Jeevan Mukta Purusha is Purnaha, complete. He doesn't have the sense of incompleteness, he's complete. Therefore, there is no desire for him. So if you have incompleteness, we want to make it complete. We think that if I get this, I become complete. So that is the problem, original problem, and it is not one person problem, it is a problem of the whole humanity. <laughs> so this sense of incompleteness is because of that. Why this sense of incompleteness also, if you ask, it is because of our ignorance of our own real nature. If I say ignorance, you will not agree because we are not ignorant people. We are all very intelligent people in our own field. <laughs> but when it comes to our own self, my real nature, I am ignorant. This ignorance in our Vedanta, we call it as Atnana, Maya, etc. They are all synonyms. 
So this ignorance is the cause for incomplete, sense of incompleteness. This sense of incompleteness is the cause for desire. Desire is the cause for anger. So this is how the... Now this is Jnaninaha Nityavairinaha. It is that for Jnani it is a vairi enemy. Nityavairina. It is a permanent enemy. Why? I'll give an example. See, suppose a person has diabetes and he doesn't know. He is ignorant about it. Nobody has told him. He never discovered it. He is ignorant about it. And when he feels like eating sweets and things like that, lettuce, jalebi, gulab jamun, etc., fire off, <laughs> ah, then what happened? He will suffer afterwards. His sugar will go up and he suffer afterwards. But while eating, he has no guilt, isn't it? Because he doesn't know that he is diabetic. If eating sugar is going to create problem for him, he doesn't know. So while eating, he has no guilt. Suppose a person who knows that he is diabetic, diabetic, and then when he sees the sweet, what is that? Should I eat? Should I not eat? <coughs> this problem. And that sweet sitting there is a worry for him. <laughs> Why? It creates problem for him, unnecessary. Because he is not allowed to eat. <laughs> At the same time, he wants to eat. <laughs> so, the intellect tells him, Swami, don't even think about it. <laughs> the mind tells him, Why not? <laughs> and this lady, this devotee of mine, with all devotion she has prepared, and it is not that every day I am eating, once in a way only I am eating. But <coughs> this jilebi, na taja taja jilebi, I am eating that. Rosto will thodi milta hai. Ek baar aisa thora khaya to kya ho raha hai? I think then you, if you, if that what happens, your mind is already given order to the body. The hand is picked up already. And jilebi is halfway to your mouth. <laughs> so at that time the intellect tells you, you know, don't even do it, then he say, shut up. <laughs> Majority wins. So then afterwards what? He suffers. So this, when you know things, it is always a challenge, it is a suffering. Because you know the consequences, still you are eating, then it is a suffering. If you don't know it, it is a bliss. That's why ignorance is bliss. So, jnaninaha nitya vairina. So, jnani here means, there are two meanings of jnani. One is a jivan mukta purusha. For jivan mukta purusha, it is not a problem. But jnani means here it is an educated one who is exposed to the teaching. That person is what is called here jnani. Kama rupena kaunteya dushpurena analena cha. So this kama, desire, is something like compared here with anala. Anala means fire. Alam na asya asthiti analaha. So fire is the one that never says enough. Alam means enough. So fire will never say enough. Anything you put, it will burn. 
the same way our desire is also such it is something like a fire <coughs> the more you feed the more it wants it never gets satiated so dushpurena <coughs> this craving will never satiate like fire kamarupena kaunteya so avrutam jnanam etena kamarupena avrutam so this jnanam this discriminative ability in you is covered by this kama that's why once a person is obsessed with the desire at that time his thinking ability is totally stopped <laughs> so that's why it is something like a thief a thief want to steal the house what he does first he cut off the light isn't it <laughs> so our kama is also he want to steal away all your sensation then what he does you cut off the light what your ability to think is gone electricity is gone off then he does what he wants the same way this kama first cut off what your ability to think properly so at that time when we are obsessed with it we are not interested what consequences we don't even think about it, the consequences ha dekha jayenge baat pe so then if you have studied shastra then it is more dangerous because you will say there are prayachita karmas in our shastra so you know there is the karma kanda come up with a lot of prayachita karma so i will do some prayachita and atone my sin <coughs> so i can get away with it like this he will give he will give explanation to himself to do the wrong thing <coughs> so This is Kamarupena Kaunteya Dushpurena Analecha. Now, Bhagavan has presented the problem. Say, a teacher is a teacher who tells you what is the problem, but he cannot leave you with the problem. He has to give you the solution also. <laughs> so, what exactly the solution to the problem? Now, Bhagavan is going to talk about it. Let us read, then we will explain to you. <coughs> ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಿ ಮನೋಬುದ್ಧಿ ಬಸ್ 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 
That is why it is called, if you give money, dana, anybody will say, bus? No. Chitra, you will say, no, say enough. So, only one place you can say, that's, that's why anadana, mahadana, considered great dana. Adrupti karattam, indulgence in the worldly pleasures never give you total satisfaction. The third problem is bandhagattam. It will bind you. Binding in the sense what? When you experience something, the joy of it is retained, the taste of it is retained in the mind, and the mind asks for a repeated performance. You go for it again and again, and that is called bondage. So the pleasure is only one minute, two minutes, but the bondage is lifelong. So these are the three defects of this uh, sense pleasures. Therefore, Bhagavan is going to say how to handle it. Now, first it is the Vishaya Kirhanam. The senses, all our Indriyas, Jnana Indriyas are the one that reports the matter. Ah, this is beautiful. Hey, this is nice. Oh, this is lively. All these things. Who reports? The senses. Indriyas, Vishayakrahanam. Second is mind, what does it do? Smaranam, Vishayasmaranam. So after getting reported, the mind retains that memory, start brooding over it. Mind. Then buddhi is the one, Vishayachintana. Innovative thoughts comes. Ah, last time I did this, this time I do better. This thought comes to the intellect. Then karmendriyas, then comes the action. So these are the process. If you understood now, Bhagavan says indriyani. Now before explaining this, our Gurudev used to give us a very beautiful explanation to his words. It's very, if you happen to listen to his talk, Third chapter, you listen to this particular portion without mistake because it's a very humorous way he explains. <laughs> I will try. I won't be able to match his explanation, but I will try. Prince Charles. This is a long old story, okay, not now. Prince Charles decided to visit. India. Naturally, the government are all, they, they talk to each other or informed each other. And the government also welcomed him. And at that time, Jodhpur Maharaja, Rani, she said, as we will host him at dinner, and as an honor, special honor to Prince Charles, I will take out the diamond necklace, which was given to her by her grandfather or grandmother. It's a family, uh, what do you call that, treasure. And diamond necklace means not an ordinary one, it is something like 50 crores, not an ordinary. It's very rare, diamond. 
better than even the crown and the jewel kept this one is much better and she wore that and the newspaper people came and took the picture and publicized that this rani the queen is going to wear this diamond necklace as an honor to prince charles so everything is arranged our jewel thief he also read the news <laughs> and this prince charles party this year this the queen is hosting it is all very security high security and all that but this uh, diamond thief or the jewel thief he has got influence so he got a ticket <laughs> for the party and he is not a ordinary person he is coated suited well dressed and well mannered well educated also he knows all the mannerism the british indian everything he knows so he also got into the party <laughs> so finally the principal arrived there is all you to had up okay so i am just giving you headlines <laughs> so finally prince has arrived uh, in delhi then finally they drove to jaipur and then from there this rani received and it was in a five star hotel <laughs> the venue was also decided it was announced publicized so that <clears throat> beginning the party also start with what happy hour and all that you know and they, they open the champagne bottle and then some people will ask for hearts what be soft and all that is according to their choice some some straight some on the rocks and things like that whatever it is so you know and they they were getting to know each other small talks and all that then finally music was on the dj announced that the music will be on and the favorite song of the prince charles were played <laughs> and everybody got their own pair and started dancing <laughs> and the queen also took the hand of prince charles and started dancing <laughs> i don't know what dance but what were dance <laughs> the english dance western dance they were dancing and slowly slowly the music became very uh powerful and then in the process of this dance this jewel thief tapped at the back of this prince charles then he said may i have the pleasure of dance with queen <laughs> so as a gentleman he has to move away and he took the hand of this queen and after a few minutes of dance suddenly the lights went off and that lights are by the time people realize light came also and they were all happy but suddenly there was a scream you know what is that my necklace is gone that diamond necklace is gone And this diamond thief, this jewel thief, is still standing there holding her hand. See, that's the point. And he himself took charge of the whole situation. Nobody should go out of this place. Everybody should be searched. 
and he himself was searched. And by the time police came, some cops came, they were all searched, everybody was subject to search, including Prince Charles. And he felt really insulted, but then what to do, this is the situation, he succumbed to it. Then this jewel thief was also searched, nothing is there on him. And they walked away, everybody is gone, the case came to the police department, DIG, and the police looked at the whole episode and what happened was, now you will be all in suspense right now, what happened to the time, <laughs> during that time, that one minute or two, maybe one minute, that time he has removed the necklace from her hand and wrapped it in his handkerchief and dropped it through the window, there is an accomplice there, he picked up and he got the signal also received it. <laughs> so that has gone. <laughs> By the time these people searching, the necklace is gone five miles away. <laughs> Secured also. Now, this TIG police, he looked at the whole case and they started thinking about this cannot be done without a gang of people, you know, unless somebody switch off the light, somebody else and this person is dancing with her, does remove the thing and then take it out and bring it, somebody else take it like that, unless two, three people help him. It is a joint effort. So this kind of uh, theft is not possible for ordinary gang. It must be very sophisticated gang. So who are all there? So the other possibilities they removed. Then finally they singled out one particular gang. And that group leader, who is that group leader? Also they are recognized. Now this they wanted to catch. Now they recognize who is this person, how to catch him. Now in order to catch, they found out that this person has got three abodes. One is his mother's house, another is his wife, third one is his girlfriend. So three places. Now they put up the, all these, um, what do you call, policemen in, not the police dress, somebody is a vegetable vendor, somebody is a moonfully vendor, things like that, they were all under, under that they put walkie-talkie. <coughs> they are observing, watching the house for the mother, whether there is any movement. Then they announce, they report to the police, the headquarters, they say, we have been watching here for the 24 hours. There is no movement over, no, like that. They will announce that second one also. The wife also. They announce saying that 24 hours have been watching, there is no movement at all. I don't think he's here over. And the third one is the girlfriend's house. They were watching and he was reporting. I have been watching here 24 hours, there is no movement. Ah, wait, 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 wait a minute. I see some shadow movement. Immediately the policemen, all the police cops came, with DIG himself came and then walked into the house, had a warrant, walked into the house, he knew, he is caught, he went into the closet, you know, <laughs> and in the house nobody, you could not find this person. 
Everybody left, think that he is not here. At that time, DJC was about to go out. He suddenly turned around and he saw the two shoes <laughs> and the wrong way. Immediately <laughs> went and opened. Why is that? They caught him. Now this is a story, okay? <laughs> now if this is understood, now here Indriyani Manobuti. Asya Dishtanam Ucchate. This Kama is the thief. Okay. It's the jewel thief. It has got three abodes. One is Indriya's senses, then Manaha, second one, and Buddhi. So Indriya is mother's house, then Manaha is wife's house, Buddhi is girlfriend's house. So these are the three houses. This thief has got. So, what is to be done? Indriyani Manovati Asya Dishthana Uchade Uchade Eder Vimohetya Shatnyana Mahurtyadehinam. So, with this, by means of this, this knowledge is covered and deludes the embodied beings. So, this Kama is the one deludes the senses. That's what I was telling you. The Vishaya Krahanam and with, with, with Vishayas, the, with senses, the Jnanendriyas Vishaya Krahanam. All Jnanendriyas come and report to the mind. This is good, this is bad, I like this, I love the like and dislike is from the mind level, but the senses reports, this is beautiful, etc. And then the mind start thinking about it. Then intellect start innovating it, <laughs> scheming it. This is how the whole activity happens. So, tasma, now Bhagavan says, tasma tvamindriyanyadavu niyamyabharadarshava Atmanam prajakihyenam Jnana vidyana nashanam Tasmat, therefore, Bhagavan says, these are the three abodes for Kama to survive. So, Indriyani, Mano, Buddhi, these three. Therefore, Bhagavan says, first you start with what? Indriyani. Tasmatvam Indriyani Adau Niyamya. Start with your senses. So, control at the sense level. This is called Dhamma. Shama, Dhamma, Uparati, Tidhiksha, Shuddha, Samadhana. So, Shat Sampatti. First one is here, Bhagavan is talking about Indriya Nikiraha. At the level of the, these are all symptomatic treatment. This is like a first aid. And somebody has, somebody is sick, suddenly what you do, immediately what you do, a first aid treatment is given. The first aid treatment is not ultimate. He has to be taken to the hospital and given proper treatment. Then only he will be saved. So, this one is a symptomatic treatment. What is that? Dhamma. So, first control at the level of senses. So, so Swami, our Gurudev used to say that, 
you have to put up a sign saying that no entry without permission. <laughs> All the sense organs, sense objects, sense pleasures should not enter your body or should not enter your mind without your permission. <laughs> Gurudev used to say, example, that you should not become like a step on waste paper basket. <laughs> See, when you step on a waste paper basket, they open the mouth, isn't it? <laughs> then put something. So like that, anybody come and tell you step on, Kachuri khai ke haan, Jilebhi khai ke haan, Mithai khai haan. Anything you say haan, that is called no control. Indriyani adav niyamya. So first you do that, then what happened? That's why in our sadhana there are many types of sadhanas are there, spiritual sadhanas. One of them is Maunavradam. See, Maunavradam means you don't speak particular day, you select, don't speak. Beginning it is very difficult, people start writing in the news, you know, small notes keep on sending and all that. That becomes waste of stationery, you know, you don't do that. That the purpose is not solved that way. But slowly, slowly you think that, see, the number of thought that passes through our mind. Now, Wayne Dyer and all that calculated, before that our riches have already calculated. 16,008 uh, thoughts, varieties of thought passes through our mind. That's why Bhagavan is wedded to 16,008 wives. Means what? These thoughts. And Bhagavan is consciousness, he is wedded to every thought. So, this continuously the thoughts are passing through our mind. And if you express all of them, it will be continuously you are talking. Some people are able to talk. And that is why you should not ask some people, you know, how are you? You know, simple thing. If you ask, you know, generally how are you? I am fine, thank you. They go away. No, this person, especially our Indian people, you ask, Oh, wait a minute, I'll tell you. Kaha se shuru karu? I'll tell you. 1936 onwards, you start his story. Then this, I remember one guy, you know, he, he started giving him all his sorrow, everything. He explained everything. And then he listened, this person listened. Afterwards, when his turn came, that fellow ran away. And he is running after him. So what? Somebody asked, why are you running after him? He said, it is not fair. I listened to all his problems. When my turn came, he ran away. That is not fair. <laughs> so, so, this continuously we keep on talking or thinking. Something or other we are always thinking. Now, if you express this, it's a problem. So one day you say, I am not going to talk. Then what happened? Even though the thoughts are gushing in the mind, but you are not able to talk, then what happens? Slowly, 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 the number of thought reduces. Then afterwards we have to concentrate, concentrate on the quality of thoughts. This refinement takes place. This is the idea of Mahavinam Pratap. <coughs> There are Mauni Swamis and all that you must have heard. 
30 years he has not spoken. Everybody respects him. But how do you know he has not spoken? We have no idea. <laughs> His disciple will advertise this. <laughs> and such people come, it's a problem for you because you don't know how to communicate. Ek kap chalao bolne ke liye kya you think that, you know, <laughs> he wants a glass of water, honey like, then why don't you say, but it's not proud, it's not like that. The whole idea is dhamma, control at the level of the physical body, physical senses, indulgence level. So it is also food also, eating food also. That if it is a very good food, there is a tendency to eat more. For that time, stop it. If it is bad food also, we have a tendency to reject. <laughs> that is also not correct. <laughs> so there must be a, a something like a middle path. Our Buddha is to say this is given in our Gita also, 6th chapter, Bhagavan is going to talk about Tahar Viharasya Yukta Jeshtasya Garbhasu Dasupnavapodasya so, this middle part, so not too much, not too less. That, that moderate level of thinking or indulgence. So, that's why in Charaka, um, so when you are eating, your half your stomach should be filled with solids. Then one-fourth of your stomach is filled with liquids. Then one-fourth, why sancharanarthaya chadurtham avasheshayet? For the movement of the food and movement of air, one-fourth of your stomach be free, let it free. Now question comes, how do I know which is half my stomach? <laughs> okay, tomorrow morning eat ten paratha and see, half to tonsils. <laughs> Then make it half. <laughs> it's not necessary when you are eating buffet dinner, you think I can go for a second help, stop it. That is correct. But you need a lot of courage for that, isn't it? <laughs> ah. mm. That's a certain dish, very good, very tasty, you want to go for a second <laughs> help. That is the time you should stop. So this dhamma, so tasmatum indriyani adau niyamya. Evarasdarshava, niyamya varadarshava, patmanam prajahihyenam jnana vijnana nasanam. So once you start controlling your mind, I mean the senses, then slowly, slowly mind also will be able to, then shama comes. So from dhamma, Shama comes. Shama means Mano Nikraha Shamaha. So Mano Nikraha, man, see Mano Nikraha, again it's a wrong translation because you cannot destroy the mind. Nikraha, <laughs> control of mind. Restrain the mind. Controlling mind is also not possible. Because you control your mind with what? Mind alone. So what we can do is, the best way is to watch the mind. We understand the way of thinking, way of our thinking. Right now, thinking happens. That is our problem. There is no deliberate thinking. Thinking is happening. 
because one thought come from that thought another thought come from that thought another thought come like this morning you catch hold of one thought and that keeps building until you go to sleep you never land <coughs> so this is what this called happening there is no deliberate thinking deliberate thinking is very protective successful and it will never exhaust you but this kind of a wool gathering thing thinking is the one that makes you tired exhausted energy dissipation so the mind if you if you manodikraha here means you should know how the thought is going into different direction this you are able to observe and give a proper direction to your thought that is called shamaha for example when you go to a party now most of you must be going to parties right for hours you talk now come back from the party and sit down and think what did we speak for hours hum log itna baat kiye kya baat kiya socho and if you are able to bring that thought back that that person said you know gupta ji said this then afterwards that uh, kumar said this then that <laughs> that person said this like this if you are able to trace back all the conversation in your mind you have mano nikraha shama this is a very good training <laughs> these trainings were given to us in our course because when you give a lecture you have to know where you branched off sometime you to make a point you give an example and to prove an example you give a joke and then after the joke is over you forgot where you started <laughs> <laughs> then you ask the audience audience also forgets <laughs> then you are totally lost no this is manonigraha karshama so first is indriyani aadau niyamya then he varadarshava paatmanam prajikhenam jnana vijnana nashanam this papa prajihi destroy overcome this knowledge jnana vijnana nashanam these two words are used here jnanam and vijnana see what i was talking about main diet main diet he also written about this jnana vijnana when our bhagavad gita bhagwan says we are not that alert moment i say main diet said it oh it <laughs> that is irony what to do anyway किसका है भाई यू नो हाउ टू स्विच इट ऑफ किसी को पूछो ज्ञानम मीन्स वी हैव टू टाइप ऑफ ईगो one ego is the one identifying with body mind intellect complex 
that ego. The second ego, ego means I, I here, second I, two eyes are there, one eye is identifying with body, mind, intellect. The second eye is the real eye, Paramatma consciousness. So we are a mixture of these two. One is consciousness, another is body, mind, intellect complex, which is inert. So the inert principle, sentient principle joined together is we as we are now. All of us, all living beings are a combination of these two. Now he says, Jnanam is that ego, the I, understand that there is something beyond this body, mind, intellect. This is called Jnanam. There is some power behind, some power beyond this body, mind, intellect. This is Jnanam. Now Vijnanam is what? That power, that consciousness which is enlivening the body, mind, intellect is my real nature. This is called Vijnanam. Now, these two types of knowledges, the Jnanam, Vijnanam, who destroys this Kamaha destroys. So, Jnana, Vijnana, Nashanam, Patmanam, which nature is sinful nature. Papam, the first sin is what? Forgetting our real nature is the first sin, the original sin. Afterwards, all the sins will, it is like a snowballing effect. <laughs> One after another, we keep doing it. But the original sin is forgetting our real nature. That is caused by this ignorance. Ignorance has created incompleteness. Incompleteness has created desire. Desire creates karma, I mean work, action, karma. Karma creates phalam. Phalam creates bondage. This is the whole cycle. So, prajahikyenam jnana vidyana nashanam. Okay. Now, Bhagavan is giving you the ultimate answer. So, first he said, a simple, what do you call first aid? What is that? Start with your indriyas, controlling your senses. It is not the ultimate, the, the solution. Because that will help you to settle your mind, that's all. Mind gains certain purity with that particular sadhana. Then we have to the, the vasana chaya or the total annihilation of kama desire will happen only when you realize your real nature. Until then it will not. So in uh, the Siddha Pratnya portion also we saw param drishtva nivartate Unless you see or experience that param, paramatma, this even vasana, the taste will not go from you. It is said that the same idea here also Bhagavan is 
emphasizing now, <coughs> these verses are actually <coughs> taken from Kathopanishad, <coughs> but Bhagavan has that in Kathopanishad it is set in two verses, here Bhagavan has condensed it to one. Sorry that you are hearing. 
Even though the words are going through the ears, but you may not hear. Why? The telephone rings. The once that cell phone rings, what happened? You, you are not allowed to look because Swamiji is looking. But thought has gone. Who calls me now at this time? Then the mind is tick marking. You know, may not be my husband. India se hoga. Then agitation. Then whatever we say from the platform, who hears? No Somebody laughs with a joke and then I say, What So, if your mind is away, no experience takes place. Even though you see it, but you don't see it. Even though you hear it, but you won't listen. <laughs> so, this is Manaha is superior to the senses. So that's why mind is compared, you know, in Mahavadara, all the characters has got symbolism. They say, mind is compared to Draupadi and she is wedded to five husbands. Who are they? Five senses. She is the unifying factor. Mind is the unifying factor. And Indriyanam Rajaha, Devendraha. So all the senses are called Devas. And their king is called Devendra. So Manas is called Indi, Indriyanam Rajaha. Indra. So this mind is superior to all the senses. Manasastu Parabuddhihi. Now, mind has got limitation. Mind can think about only things that he has experienced. Whatever that he has seen or experienced, that alone the mind can repeat or recollect. But buddhi has the capacity to think more than that. That's all the science fiction and all that, not the people have seen it, that intellect created some new, new things. So my buddhi has the capacity to innovate. All research, etc., they're all, who is doing it? Intellect is doing it. So this ability to discover or uh, travel into the new field, innovative thinking, etc., is all possible for the intellect, which is not dependent upon what he has experienced. Totally different he can think. So that capacity is there. Therefore, buddhi is considered superior to mind. Now, Bhagavan says, Yo buddhe paratastu saha. Saha means here paramatma, the self. That which is even superior to intellect is paramatma, the self, our own consciousness. Therefore, now what is the conclusion? says, Evam buddhe param buddhva. Evam buddhe param buddhva. Samstapyatmana matmana. Samstapyatmana matmana. Jehi 
एवं बुद्धे परम बुद्धवा समस्तप्यात्मान आत्मना सो दस नोइंग द सेल्फ इज बियॉन्ड इंटेलेक्ट सो डोंट ट्राई टू सेटल विथ दिस सेंसेस माइंड इंटेलेक्ट go to the source and generally when the local gunda is troubling you what do you do you go to the mafia isn't it <laughs> the source of all problems you go to the bada gunda <laughs> then what happens the chota wala they don't disturb you the same way here also they if the mind is disturbing you senses are disturbing you there are chota chota gundas hai you take shelter surrender to the source that is paramatma seek him and what happened these people will become quieter so evam buddhe param buddhva samsthapyatmana atmana jehi shatrum mahabaho kamarupam durasaram so this shatru here is kama is a shatru enemy wind over this or destroy this shatru kaal kama what is the method given here seek the truth that is the <laughs> only then ultimately unless you know the truth you will not be able to overcome your kama desire until then desire will keep on popping up like ravana's head bhagwan ramchandra ji was trying to destroy ravana by cutting off his head the more he cuts head used to come back again what does it mean ravana stands for desha mukha i hope you know the whole ramayana and the philosophy of whole ramayana philosophy of ramayana if you understand then you enjoy ramayana actually <laughs> otherwise the story here all right why did i start that now i have to tell ravan ka head ke sath aa gaya is see sri ramachandra ji rama is atma rama भगवान इस काल आत्मा और आत्मा दिस आत्मा कैन बी अटेन ओनली थ्रू दशरथा दशरथा मीन रथा मीन्स चैरियट चैरियट इज यूज फॉर गोइंग आउट सो ऑल्सो वी हैव टेन सेंसेस दिस इज द वन दट माइंड यूज माइंड इज यूजिंग द टेन सेंसेस टू गो आउट इन द वर्ल्ड So the one who has perfect control over the ten senses is called Desheratha, and only to Desheratha, Bhagwan Rama is born. Where Ayodhya, where there is no yuddham conflict, a mind which is free from conflict, there alone the birth of Rama, that means Paramananda, Paramatma is revealed. to whom the one who has perfect control over 
ten senses. Now once Bhagavan is born, then he cannot stay in Ayodhya all the time. And what happened? He gets married to Sitaji. Sitaji's origin also, you see. See, she was, nobody knows from where she has come, right? Because when day Janaka was blowing the field, suddenly they saw a box there and box opened this girl. No, every farmer start blowing and getting a child there like that, what will happen? <laughs> that shows the origin is not known. Maya's origin is also not known. Sitaji stands for Maya. Once Paramatma gets wedded to Maya, he can no more stay in Ayodhya. He has to enter into the jungle of life. Paravas. And Sitaji also goes with him. And as long as Sitaji was with Rama, wherever she went, whether she was in Ayodhya or in forest, it was great for her. But one day she desired something other than Rama. Was that golden deer? Sitaji looked at the deer and said, Oh dear, get me this deer. And the deer went after the deer and he could not get the deer. He shot the deer. He came back, he lost his deer. <laughs> Why? Because she desired something other than Bhagavan. The mind, once she desired other than Bhagavan, then what happened? The mind will come under the grip of Desha Mukha. Desha Mukha means what? The one who enjoys with all ten, ten senses, revel in ten senses. So the mind become a slave, imprisoned by Desha Mukha. We are all in that state only. You don't have to think about Ravana with ten head. Actually, physically looking at ten head is not very good. You see, five head this side, four this side, one in the center. It is not balanced. You will be walking like this only. <laughs> Balvia child asked me, this is a question. Summer camp, one child asked me this question. But how Ravana will sleep? That was his main question. <laughs> well, suppose he wants to turn <laughs> double ducker or five ducker. <laughs> it was a concern for the boy. I said he had a water bed and all that. So the child was happy. <laughs> What else I can say? <laughs> no, it's not that. He is only with one hand. Okay. Even Valpi Ramana also, Valpi says he came to the battlefield with one hand only, not ten hand. But when he cut off the head, the head started popping up again. That is the nature of desire, see. <laughs> So Deshamukha, she came under the grip of Deshamukha, means sense. 
the sense pleasures, senses imprison our mind. Then what happened? She realized the mistake. She started remembering the Lord. To the extent the intense of thought of Rama, to that extent Bhagavan also reacted to it. And he sent Anumanji the Guru. So Anumanji stands for Guru. Guru went there, gave her assurance. Bhagavan is looking for you, he will come and rescue you. And naturally, Bhagavan took the help of the monkeys. All the monkeys stands for our thoughts. So that is why all the monkeys, the thoughts were under the rulership of Vali. Vali stands for lust. If all your thoughts are under the control of lust, what happened? <laughs> it will be a disaster. Therefore, Bhagavan has to kill Vali to free the thoughts from the lusty grip. And that also you see, the lust cannot be destroyed from front. Suppose you have weakness for rasagula. And that rasagula, taja taja rasagula comes in the front. All your power to control will go. Half power is gone. That's why Wali is born. What was Wali's born? Whoever comes opposite you, his half power will come to you. <laughs> now how to destroy it? Only Bhagwan can destroy it. Bhagwan is always behind. So shooting from behind is symbolic. <laughs> only Bhagwan can do that. Bhagwan is always behind. And then, who this Sugriva became the king? Sugriva means well disciplined. Sugriva. And all of my thoughts were under this disciplined mind. Then they could serve the Lord. See, they were able to serve the Lord, and with the help of these people or the monkeys, Bhagavan built a bridge across the ocean and then reached Lanka and destroyed Ravana. Ravana Kumbhagarana etc. destroyed and Sita Ji was recovered. <laughs> okay, I think this much is enough. Alright. <laughs> so, Ravana head was continuously, Bhagavan was helpless. In Valmigi Ravana, this our Agastya Muni comes and gave him Aditya Hridayam. Then afterwards Bhagavan recovers and then he... It's not that Bhagavan did not know how to kill Ravana. In Tursi Ramayanam it is very beautifully said. <coughs> very poetically said, very beautifully said also. That Bhagavan was cutting the head of Ravana and it just keep on going on. And this news was heard by Sitaji. Sitaji was very depressed. What is this exercise? Bhagavan is not able to kill him. What is going to happen? <laughs> At that time, Trijada is telling that, no, no, it is not that Ramchandaji doesn't want to kill him. The problem is that in Ravana's heart, you are there. Sitaji is there. In Sitaji's heart, Rama is there. Now, suppose you shoot an arrow to the heart of Ravana. So, what happened? Sitaji gets destroyed. Rama gets destroyed. 
Rama get destroyed and the whole world get destroyed. So that is why he is hesitating. See how beautifully it is. Ah, but then Vibhishana comes and tells him, this Ravana has taken Amurtha. And it is it's in Nabhi. So you aim there and shoot and try out. Then he will be destroyed. That is Tulsi Ramayana, it is said. In Valmi Ramayana, it is said, Bhagavan, the um, Madali, this uh, Indra sent a chariot from heaven. When Bhagavan was cutting his head, this coming, coming again and again, coming up like that, he saw the desperation of Ramachandraji at that time, Madali, the charioteer. Devendra charioteer advises him, saying that, Bhagavan, why don't you try Brahmastra? And Bhagavan said, okay, very good. So he uses Brahmastra to kill this Ravana. This is Valmi Ravana. Okay. So different versions are there, but that's okay. Finally, he was killed. So here also, this Kama is Shatru. So if the root is not destroyed, he will keep coming up again. The root cause is what? Ignorance. That ignorance can go only with jnanam, knowledge. That knowledge of what? Paramatma. That Aham Brahmasmi, the jnana alone, will destroy the Kama Rupam Durasatam. Jehishatram Mahabaho Kama Rupam Durasatam. So finally, Bhagavan is telling that, know thyself. That alone will destroy this karma. But all other treatments, it is not uh, denied totally. It will help you to get there, to purify the mind. Then once the mind, is karma yoga, etc., will help you to purify, to reduce the grip of ragadvesha. It will be able to neutralize ragadvesha. And that will, once the mind becomes purified, that mind will automatically seek the higher truth and that truth alone will totally destroy this karma which is an enemy of jnaninam, nityavairinam. All knowledgeable people it is avoiding. Okay. Thus we complete the third chapter here. Om Tatsat Idishrimat Bhagavad Gita Su Upanishad Su Brahma Vidyayam Yoga Shastra Sri Krishna Arjuna Sambhade Karma Yoga Nama let us read the first verse again so that until we get the fourth chapter we continue Swadhyaya. Third chapter, I think you have our book there with you. So we have one month gap. The gap is not given just for you to relax. The gap is given you <laughs> to study the third chapter three times, four times, five times you study, then it becomes 
meaningful to you. So therefore, we remind ourselves that we will read the chapter again. Let us read the first words. Arjuna Uvacha Jayasi Chekarmanaste Matabuddhir Janardana Hare Krishna.